All right, welcome, welcome to my FX Buddies, the podcast. So this is, I don't even, I lost track of the episodes anymore. <laughs> um, so it's been a week. Um, there's really not a lot, but I know it's hard on the weekends. And I think it's been seven days now since the last posting. So I was like, let me do this. Um. It seems like it, okay, it went, went first. Let me do all the other stuff. All right. Um, for the YT, I will say everything that I'm going to show, because I am going to show some stuff, is um, for comment, critique, commentary, sharing, teaching, instructing, whatever. And it falls under the Fair Use Disclaimer Act. All right, so um, you can find so the video if you just want to watch the video that is will be on Spotify.com and you can find my FX buddies there and the video will be there. Um, the podcast, which also the podcast gets posted to the blog. Oh, I have my window open. And the blog is um, myfxbuddies.blogspot.com. So then you can listen and look at the articles as they are on the blog. Okay, and then what's the other? rss.com, also myfxbuddies, um, attaches a transcript after a while um well they're getting faster man it's scary what these computers can do but anyway so okay all that is done click join subscribe whatever whatever button is there um so you will if all things work as according to their plan right um if when i do post you'll be notified all right so it was a quiet week. Oh, it was a horrible week. For those that don't know, there was a tragedy. There was a wedding, and it was just awful, horrific. Over a hundred people died, or three hundred people were injured. It will go down in history. And guess what? The bride and groom survived. So they have to live with that. It wasn't their fault, though. So it's not like, you know, they have to live with, oh, we killed these people. They just have to live with, oh, all these people died at our wedding. <laughs> oh, isn't that horrible? But, uh, you know, um, the bride, I think, lost 10 people in her family. And the groom lost 15 people of his family so the people who own the facility they're already arrested and now they they have like a group a committee that will be going around and doing fire testing and stuff i mean you know a little too late for those people but they intend to not have anything um like that happened again so because that happened they called a three days of mourning um to 
the the country and there's no way that they're gonna revalue their currency during a three days of mourning right i mean it's big it's it's a big deal also um there was supposed to be it was the prophet muhammad peace be upon him it was the anniversary of his birthday but they moved that they were like oh we're not celebrating that that's huge right if anyone knows muslims you know that was a big thing so they canceled that and some of the state heads from the other countries the local countries called them to um give condolences for the you know that incident so it was a quiet week um but maybe it was already gonna be a quiet week right we don't know but anyway yeah so that happened um and it's still pretty much in the news a lot of the news but all right so let's move forward I, this shouldn't be long um but so you see the title of the podcast all sidani iraq is on the right track i love that even though if you read the article and i love this picture for those of you who don't and that's why i chose it this article pretty much has nothing to do with the rv <laughs> But um, I'm going to show you something else. This is kind kind of an um, ode to Sadani episode. So there was something with disabled people. But um, for those of you who can't see, it's a, a young guy, maybe late teens, early 20s in a wheelchair and he's in Sudani's office and Sudani's giving him a kiss on the head. Um, so they're honoring students that graduate, but I guess they're, it, it's, you know what? I don't know. I shouldn't say just cause he's in a wheelchair. I shouldn't say that because actually it's just talking about they're honoring the top students and you know, it doesn't, they don't have to be, and I don't think they use the word disabled. I think they use special needs. Um, but so there was one set, one or um, one bit that I did want to read to you, but I here. Okay, so the prime minister stated this superiority is a hope that the government relies on in strengthening the building of the state which every zealous Iraqi aspires to, stressing that Iraq is on the right track and that the efforts of those who work day and night have begun to appear and bear fruit. So that could go for the building of the new Iraq, right? Even though, um, yeah. So I just thought that was neat. Okay, the whole day... The other news was Aliyah Locke. Okay. Oh, wait. So before we get into that, the other thing that Sadani did during the week, there's a guy. His name is Mustafa. And he has a show. So here, if you saw, so the video is actually going to be on the blog. However, the video is in Arabic. Okay. But that's not the point. Here's a picture of him. 
when he starts, he's usually standing there by himself. And then people, now they recognize him. He's been doing this about seven, eight years. Um, and it started out small, right? But now he's got a TV channel microphone there. So it started out with a few people. And Sadani calls him on his cell phone. <laughs> and you can tell how excited he is, even though, you know, I don't speak Arabic. I I fast forwarded. I didn't watch the whole video. But the, by the time you get to the end of the video, he is surrounded by people. They're just all smashed in because word got out. Sadani's on the phone with Mustafa. <laughs> But he listened to them talk. Oh, let me see. I went, I put the picture here. Okay, so here's this him and one gentleman. Here is more people, him and more people, more people. <laughs> now, see the crowd of people around him. So, um, and then here's some women, everyone, women, there's young, young children there. Um, so yeah, so it was a big deal. And then here, here's a guy, I believe this guy's in a wheelchair and he talked to them and I did get one thing. It, um, he talked, they did complain about money. Oh, let's see. I called him. He began listening to the complaints one after another. He's, um, the call lasted more than 40 minutes. Oh, here it says, listen to complaints about water and money. Okay, so that is just, will make him more endearing to the people. And then, like I said, this image of him kissing this young guy on the, on the head um, is nice, right? Nice, nice imagery. Okay, so now I just want to show you all the headlines. Um, Central Bank Governor, there is no direction to stop the sale of cash dollars. And there's a review of the violations of something. I can't remember, but I don't want to click on the article and then you go there. I just want you to see and hear. Central Bank Governor talks about the dollar selling it to travelers and American relief. The Iraqi Central Bank, settlement of Iranian gas debts through a new method. Governor of the Iraqi Central Bank, 30% of oil revenues do not enter the bank. The Central Bank intends to adopt four currencies instead of the dollar for external transfer. And those are just some. I could actually probably spend 20 minutes reading you the different titles. The same article was up under but I won't. But I just want you to know it was very busy in Iraq today. Nothing about the lower denominations. Nothing. Well, there was news about the hydrocarbon law, HCL law. But here, um, here's one article, including oil and gas. A parliamentarian reveals the main reason behind not approving important laws. And what is his reason? The lack of consensus. But I don't believe that. Right? But um, that's what he's saying there. And down here it says, 
There's 20 laws, I think. And there's way more than 20. Yeah. So the member of the legal committee confirmed in a previous statement that more than 20 laws will be proposed in the House of Representatives, the most of which is the oil and gas law, but resolving it requires political consensus by all forces. So, okay, there's that. Um, a concerned parliamentarian is surprised that the oil and gas law has not been approved yet. What does he need? Well, and they're, call, they're calling the law a he, right? Okay, and um, he just goes on, but he says, this law is very important and long overdue, especially as we are an oil-producing state. It is unnatural for the oil and gas law not to be in effect yet. So for those of you who are pretty new, um, it was either 2018 or 2019, I'm not certain, but they had everything ready to go. There's four accounts, unless they've changed it, there's four accounts, um, and the money, the revenue from the um, oil, whatever, will go to these four accounts and then they get a separate debit card just for those funds so now but now years later they have their what they have credit cards debit cards but so this will be another card that would strictly be this money so it's all ready to go it's been ready to go but when you read the articles they say no we made a new a new draft draft law <laughs> so I don't know I don't know what's going on but he does say um, it's unnatural for the oil and gas law not to be in effect yet as this law must be based on the Constitution and in some of its articles it stipulates wealth sharing wealth management and management of joint oil fields and it must be based as well for the decisions of the federal court because they have become binding and must be taken into consideration so along the way there were changes made and so they probably do but i i will say did have to make a new law but um how can they be paying now this is just me um it makes no sense for me because we know before they pass a law, it has to be read three times. Then it has to be approved. It has to be put in the Gazette. Then I could see them paying out of the HCL law. But it's a rock and they get to do whatever, right? Okay, so there was that. Um, so one, oh, they busted this guy. Shoot, I was going to put it here. I don't think I did. Let me see. They found 90 billion. I think 90 billion dinar. It was deposited into the IDB, which is industrial, I think. It's a big bank. It was deposited in the bank. But guess where they found it? In the wife of a friend of the bank 
managers, <laughs> friends, house. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I normally don't pay attention to things like that, but they're really clamping down on corruption. And um, yeah, that I find that it's not funny. But if you know me, you know, I just couldn't let that go. Um, it's like they just think they're going to get away with it. Right? They've been getting away with it so long. Now they actually have a um, body that's holding them accountable to the corruption. And um, it's just interesting. They're still catching people taking bribes red-handed. Um, and then they come in. If you've ever watched that show, Cheaters, that's how they catch these guys. These, well, yeah, it's usually guys. That's how they catch um, these people taking bribes. There's cameras there, or maybe the person that is doing, you know, the bribe um, has a camera on them and, and audio, and then the cameras come out and. I don't know what they say, of course, because it's in Arabic, but they do show them and then they arrest them. So you would think they would learn, but anyway, okay, so there's that. Then there was the, what is good is um, a lot of people are coming out to complain. They're pointing the fingers. They're saying the CBI, you're complicit. You know that the corruption's coming from the um, auctions, which I know there's people out there saying the auctions are have been ended. They have not been ended. They're still there. Matter of fact, I think in the one article, accusations, see, accusations haunt the central bank insistence on the continuation of trade chaos. And so that's why they're calling for Aliyah Locke to be removed because they're saying, you know, the buck stops with you, literally. You're the CBI governor. You can shut down the auctions. Well, he probably can't, but you would think that he could, right? And... The private banks, now they are clamping down on the private banks. If you remember, there were private banks that um, were not following the system of going through the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury. But this week, they did say, well, all right, because now that um, Sudani and the, what is it, the group that went to New York, they talked to the treasury again, and so Sandani was like, look, you need to get on board or we're going to start fining you. So I guess they said, oh, okay, but they have three months. They have three months to get on the new system. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's see. There was one short article. What time? Oh, we're almost at 20 minutes. Let's see. If I can find it. So he was interviewed by one of the channels. Oh, here, there's still politicians calling for us to get out. This particular one, the American decision still dominates Iraq. What do we need to get rid of it? 
okay? <laughs> they want them out, but that's not going to happen. Okay, I think this is it here. So, yeah, he was interviewed. The CBI government was interviewed. There's no direction to stop the sale of cash dollars. And there is a review of violations of deprived banks. So let's see, they even talk about Western Union, um, the groups that are allowed to deal in dollars are travelers, people studying if they're traveling for a treatment, and special transfers. So what does that mean, special transfers? That's, you're corrupt right there, right? And that the bank provided this through money transfer companies like Western Union and Mini Karam. Um, let's see what else. There, he does say there's a gradual transition now to get off of the electronic platform, but I don't think that means the electronic platform. I think that means them paying through the Treasury and the Federal Reserve because they, they're not gonna get off of the electronic payments. There's, they still don't have enough people using them. So that's why I don't think that's what it is. And, and if you read this more, it goes more into transfers. And it does say the central bank will finally exit next year from being an intermediary in the process. And that the electronic platform will end and the transfers will become direct. So see, that right there kind of indicates that. So you should read these. Um, but again, I just, you know, like I said, I wanted to follow up. I know the weekends get quiet. And I wanted to um, just, you know, do this report for you. Um, so far, nothing... I, I don't see any proof of the lower denominations and fills coming out, but I wouldn't. They don't put that in articles. Um, but, you know, it, you would think it would be on social media, but I don't see it on social media. So we'll see what tomorrow brings. Did I say it was Saturday? I did not. Today is Saturday, September 30th. Yeah, September 30th. And this should be updated. It's early enough where this will be uploaded and have the date of the 23rd. So, yeah, hang in there. It's all good. There's nothing, you know, we haven't gotten any articles saying the project to delete the three zeros is delayed. So, that is awesome. We don't ever want to get that report. So, I think they're moving forward just not as fast as we want but they are dealing with corruption i do believe shortly they will be dealing with the cbi um either sudani's gonna come out and say look um it's not his fault so leave him alone <laughs> and he'll be here through the duration right or he's gonna say uh yeah he's not performing and his time is up, so he's done. Oh, they are going to... Um, another good thing, that's pressure. Pressure on the government. The anniversary of the October 
first um, demonstrations is here. So this is the fourth year, the fourth anniversary. And for those of you who are new or don't know, there was demonstrations that lasted for quite some time. I can't remember how long, but over 600 people were injured. I want to say over 200 were dead, uh, killed, you know, and so that was pretty bad. Um, some things have changed, but not a whole lot has changed, specifically the rate. <laughs> um, and so, but it's interesting. Um, one, one group said, hey, we should demonstrate every day from October 1st to October 4th. <laughs> so I hope they do it. They probably won't, but I hope they do. And it does seem so they, they were out there today, even though it wasn't October yet. There were demonstrations. There were demonstrations in Kurdistan because those people still haven't been paid. So I'm thinking, okay, we're hearing that the people are getting paid. Well, where are these people? Because there's people that are demonstrating and saying, no, they're not getting paid. But um, it's, it's it is highly possible. They still are a class society. The pol politicians are first, then the government workers. And then it just goes down from there. So, um, yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful. We'll see, you know, maybe tomorrow on Sunday, maybe something grand will come out and I'll post again. But I just, you know, I did want to, like I said, let you know things are going well. Um, we just, you know, have to go through the motions. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, what do I close with accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate don't miss any meals and pay all your bills and I thank you for listening watching however you're enjoying this content oh no there was wait there was one other there was another myth. Oh, October 3rd is Independence Day. It is not a new holiday. It's They've been celebrating their independence for like 30 years. I know there's other gurus out there saying, oh, it's their first Independence Day. No, it's not. Um, They celebrate it, like I said, every October 3rd. So that's not that. Um. And, okay, I talked about the auctions. They're not going away. And there was one other thing. I should have made notes. But, um, whatever. So there's your demyth, demythifier. How about that for a name? <laughs> anyway, all right. Now, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your morning, noon, night, whatever time frame it is you are listening. And until next time.